Hey, yo, peace world. This is the love king of R&B, Raheem Devon, and you're watching Comment Section in the UK. Love life. Into on top of them with Lucan Online. My name's Heather, and I'm joined by the amazing Love King himself, Raheem Devon. Thank you. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Welcome back to London. Oh, thank you. Thank you. How does it feel to be back? It's good. It's good. Good energy, you know. Yeah, I know you're yeah. always here roughly once a year. You never, you never gone too long, right? I'm trying to get it up to like two, three times a year, hopefully. Working. You know, at least two, you know, every six months, every three months, something like that. You I'm know, sure the fans will definitely be looking forward to it because yeah. I know we miss you for a minute, then you yeah. come back and we restore the energy and we're happy again. Yeah, all good. All right, so I have a question for you. Okay, shoot. You're the love king. But of, are you... of R&B. I was going to say, who's the king of R&B? <laughs> um, Would you say you're the king of R&B? It's, it's many kings, you know what I mean? I'm probably the underground king. That's, yes. I, 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 yeah, I'm probably the underground king. Like, you know what I mean? With, meaning, like, I haven't been, I guess, when people say they feel like I'm underrated, it means I haven't been commercialized where, where you know, to, to, or, or exploited to the, to, the, to, the, to the point where... <laughs> but to an extent, do you prefer that? The fact that you're um, sort of still raw in your Yeah, it's material? cool. It's a, it's a thin line, you know. I, 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 will, I, I will always embrace more visibility or more fans or more, or, or more opportunities, you know what I mean? Like... Definitely, there's, you know, I wish that I was played on certain stations and 100%. there weren't these different titles and genres that are put on us, you know what I mean? Um, primarily, that happened in black music in particular. You kind of only notice that with black artists where they kind of put us in a box or tell us, well, you can do this music, or sure. you, but you can't do that music. Sure. And if you, you know, I, I think for my albums, you can tell I'm pretty well diverse, you know what I mean, in terms of uh, rock and soul and R&B and you definitely um, have even jazz, influence, yeah. jazz influences and and melodies and then definitely you hear the hip-hop elements as well you yeah. know what i mean so um you know i'll take what i can get you know the crown is still the crown and i understand that the crown is never safe in any you know in, in, in any space you know what i mean so um but i look at like i look at the world of r&b or crownship or kingship as like you know like i said um i've said in numerous interviews uh I look at it like the tribes of Africa, right? Yep. Um, where, you know, each tribe had its own king. Yes. You know what I mean? Each village has its own king. Sure. And some villages are larger than others, you know what I mean? But it doesn't when, take away. When, when you, yeah, it doesn't take away when you step in that territory and in that lane, That's you know, and, and I'm, I'm the king of my lane. I think I've carved out, carved out a great lane for myself. So in regards to the commercial side of, of R&B, who would you kind of consider, would you respect to, to, to kindly hand over the title of the king? Oh, when I, um, ironically, same birthday as mine, same sign. Uh, Chris Brown is definitely a... a you know, on a on a on a pop side, uh, yeah. Um, you talk about a global side of things. Like Chris is that guy. Yeah, he definitely has you it going. I mean? He has it coming going for yeah. him. So I want to take it back a little bit. So you're here for you're here in London for a reason. But before we get to that reason, so in 2002, you signed up to Jive Records. Yes. Prior to that, you worked in a record store. I did Tower Records. How? We had Tower Records back in the day. Yeah. That's just long gone now. We don't have that. Yeah. Um, how does it feel transitioning at that moment from being someone who works in a record store to being someone who's got that album in a record store? Oh, it's great. I think that um, all my jobs that I had prior to becoming a you know a global recording artist prepared me for this moment. You know, uh, maybe the people person that I am. You know, I do meet and greets. I'll be doing meet and greet tonight, right after the show. Um, you know, if it wasn't for 
those jobs, I think, uh, you know, uh, you know, maybe it would hit different, resonate different for me. But I think that they prepared me. You know, all my jobs that I had were customer service and dealing with people and interact, interaction. You know, people walking in off the street and that type of thing. And um, and uh, so it's so it's, it's it's been great. You know, I think I'm prepared. You know, I can imagine it because your yeah. energy is good. Your energy is shines through your music. It's not just yeah. something where like even when you're on stage, it's there. Some people you, you worry to meet your heroes yeah. in case that you'll be disappointed. And yeah. I think your energy has been consistent. Yeah, and it, and it allowed me to um to be able that particular job allowed me to get a better understanding and a grip on who the consumers are, who buys music, who doesn't, how they buy, why they buy. Yeah. The whole nine, you so know you're able I mean? to fully analyze and yeah. decide. I guess through that, it's a learning experience to avoid making any rookie moves. Yeah, definitely. Where I can see, I was able to see how the consumer ticks. You know yeah. what makes it, how they yeah. how they think. You know. That's cool. Yeah. So you have seven studio albums. Yes, that's correct. Um, and it's fairly obvious, but I got to highlight it. You have love in the title, every one of them. Yeah. So I want to know firstly why you chosen to put love in every title and why in that particular order. Um. I'm a big hip hop fan, so me using like love in every title was the equivalent of like a Tribe Called Quest cover. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like pretty much. That's cool. probably the first time I ever revealed that. But that that's 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 it's, 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 the, it's the equivalent of that. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? I'm a huge Tribe fan. You know what I mean? So, um, and I mean you know at the end of the day. You know, as a consumer, I'm selling something. You know, whether people pay for a subscription to a to a stream site, or they buy the album, mm-hmm. um, you know, digitally or physical copy or vinyl, like they're coming to me for the source of something. You know what I mean? They're coming, and I think that. Um, so my, my, you know, my my drug is is, is love. You know what I mean? That's my that's my, that's my that's my choice of of drug. You know what I'm saying? To um, inject into the world. So that just opens up the next question, which is from the Love King himself. What is love to you? What does it mean to you? And the significance behind it. So, what's the definition you have in you being the love king? I think um, <laughs> it's us taking care of our people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, nobody. You know, when I say that, I mean I'm speaking as a person of black and brown color. Mm-hmm. You know, in America, um, that travels globally, mm-hmm. that understands that um, it ain't always about where you're from. It's about where you at. But also that. Uh, the same woes and, and plights and, 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 and concerns that we have in the States, you know, you guys have here, or, you know what I'm saying? It's the same um, battle, uphill battle, you know, yeah. and although we've, we've accomplished a lot as people of black and brown color, there's still a, a society of people who, who still look at us like as less than, you know what I mean? So for me, I have to work, you know, being black and being a black man, I have to work 10 times as harder. Of course. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so, it's um it's important that that uh that not only I receive the love but more importantly that I get a love and I'm I'm affirming that like what you put out there is what you get back. 100%. You know what I'm saying? And the frequency of how you operate, that's what you get that's what you get back, you know? Mm-hmm. And um so it's, it's 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 very important for me to, you know, operate in that manner and, and, and spread that. You know, I've even you know, I went I went I went so far as to start the Love Life Foundation. You jumped ahead, that was my next yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So I was gonna ask you what made you open or start off the Love Life Foundation, what triggered it and, um, and what does it really involve for those who don't know about it? Because obviously not everyone would know that's associated yeah, with it. Yeah, it started out organically, mm-hmm. um, where I was called upon to do a number of events pertaining to domestic violence over mm-hmm. the years. Um 
because of songs that I perform like Woman, mm -hmm. uh, Queen, and Greatness featuring yeah. Wale and these anthems that are like exude beauty and exemplify what I think a woman should, how, how they should be treated or, or be recognized, you know, acknowledged, sure. right? Sure. And uh, so it kind of morphed from that. And then, you know, uh, but I wanted to do my own work. You know, and and so having a foundation allowed me to be able to move how I want to move. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, 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 yeah, and 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 support whom whom I want to support when I want to support. Uh, and uh, you know, the fans have been very much a part of that process, and you know, donating and you know, um, monetarily and uh, you know, taking pictures for donations and just yeah, the yeah. creative things that we do. Okay, you know, uh, some of our initiatives are fighting domestic violence, feeding the homeless. Um, Would you consider yourself a mentor as as a as a black man? In oh, America? definitely. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Definitely, I'm, I'm. I am considered a mentor. You know. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we have, we mentor to the youth. You know, uh, I just was recently uh, inducted into the 100 Black Men uh, of America uh, organization, which they focus um, strategically. They target young black males. Yeah. You know. Um, in, in terms of rites of passage and mm -hmm. investing their time and, yeah. um, you know, arming them with information, you know, um, some of the most brilliant, bright minds of the future, you know, um, come in contact with. So I'm looking, that was, that recently happened, so I've been on travel, with, but I'm looking forward to digging in with them. I was going to ask, how does it feel? Like, yeah, it was, it, well, they surprised me. It was during Congressional Black Caucus weekend okay. for 2019 in D.C. They actually booked me to do a concert and then kind of surprised me and pinned me yeah. during the event. But um, I'm looking forward to really digging in and peeling the layers back on what they do and, 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 and you know, and how I can be instrumental in that and, and my influence. How, how much further would you want to take the Love Life Foundation? I um, mean, as, as big as it can be, man, you know? Yeah. Some people chase Grammys, some people chase Nobel Peace Prizes. You no, know? I hear you. And, it's, and, and again, back to your energy, I feel like everything that you're doing is, is about not just your own some people some people do things for their own gain and i can tell with you you're never just thinking about yourself it's always about a bigger picture and who's, yeah. who's looking up to you who's watching you and you're yeah. paying close mind to how much you can influence people which i respect highly yeah thank you um i'm just going to talk about your collaboration so you collaborate quite a few people um yeah. and one of the people that or peoples that i have to represent and talk about flow tree mm -hmm. um so are you planning to collaborate anymore with any more uk artists oh yeah i'm, I'm open to it man any yeah. any uk artists that may hear this and want to collaborate i mean i'm not hard to find you yeah know, hit me on instagram. we can make it happen we can make it yeah, happen hit me on instagram I'm, I'm with it like right. let's figure it out you know what i mean and what about just general r&b artists today who would you ideally want to collaborate with in the future um we got the collaboration um what's the collaboration we're working on right now Real people, yeah, like real people yeah. working on that. Um, I'm definitely, I'm more curious about uh, some of, a lot of the younger artists as well. You know, the new millennials, soul artists, yeah, R&B yeah, yeah. artists, hip hop artists. Because um, you don't want to bracket yourself, like you said, you, your, your music. Yeah, I'm open to it, man. If they want to do it, let's get it. You know, a lot of times I think artists, unfortunately, mm. they go for the feature for for more strategic reasons than just the artistry of it, and just like. You know what I mean? So they kind of yeah, so they so, so yeah, or, or 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 per se where it's like it's strategic. Like yeah. yo, if I get such and such on the record, then it's going da da da. And sometimes it's about like it's going to pivot me here. And sometimes it's about just making something that's dope. That's you it. know what I mean? A project that and, you're and, in. and 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 if the pivot happens too, you mm. know what I mean? Cool, God bless. But like you know, um, 
I'm all for it, you know what I mean? I think that takes you back into your own lane, which is you're doing things very authentically. You're not doing it to sell out. That's, and that's probably one of the reasons why you are the underground king, and it's because you've not allowed yourself to commercialize in a way to just please others. You've just done it with the main reminder that, you know, why you're doing this. And again, God respects you for it. Yeah. All right, so let's fast forward to today. You're in London, it's October 2019. Yeah. You're on Top of Femme, and I want to know, basically, the love reunion. Yeah. Tell me more about it. You're here to promote that, and also I know you're going to be in Jazz Cafe for two nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so love reunion. So we have just right number six on the Billboard. Yeah, in the states. Yeah, currently yeah. headed for number five, headed for number one, um, top Amazing. five and number one. Um, yeah, man. Uh, just right as a single is doing extremely well. We're looking forward to saturating that out here in the UK and get heavy rotation and stuff of that nature, and um, just so, make, making it buzz out. You know. Um, how come you chose that song as your first? Because I just felt like sonically it was nobody putting out record. Like there was nobody in the space of that. Like every every couple of years is, you have a record or two that comes along with somebody like yeah is singing a love song. You know, in the falsetto range. You know what I mean? And I saw the I'll, I'll sit back and I'll listen to radio and I'll find the gaps of what's missing. And then okay. and then that's what I'll put in the project. You know what I'm saying? In a body of work. You know. And I feel like that was like a record. It was just like. It was and, and and I'll be honest, it was fueled too by like all the conversation about King of R and B and King of that or whatever. So it's like, you know what? Let me make a record that is singing in a way that only that I know nobody else can sing it. Wicked. I love it. Like, I you know personally what I mean? I've played it probably over. Probably the the only people that could mm. sing some of the some of the the arrangements and the things that I've displayed on this new album are they're no longer here. Yeah. I was you gonna say, I mean? do you feel like R and B's changed over the years where you're like you're not struggling to identify but there's not many people around like you said who can sound like you or have the range like you so you have people like back off, the gen- off your generation like music soul child and mm-hmm. you know who have a similar range or what about this day and age is there anyone that you can sort of identify with when it comes to music or sounding like well i mean yeah even when you mention artists like music like he can't sing it like me like i can't and i can't sing it like him like he's that's what makes his that that's that's like I want to be rem- remembered and reminisced as like one of the greats, but also that that had his own sound. Yes. You know what I mean? There may be similarities. Yes. You might have a you might hear the influence of a Prince, or you might hear the influence of a of a, of a Marvin. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But that's to be expected. You know what I'm saying? Like these are icons, these are people who who paved the way and gave us such rich lineage of music. 30, 40 years yeah. of music. You know, 25 years, 35 years of music. Yeah. Where it's like. You know what I mean? Naturally, it will have an yeah, influence yeah, in the but, but, but yeah, and I want to be I want to be one of those people who was remembered that I didn't try to be like music. Mm. I didn't try to be Not like all, no. like you know you yeah, know you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. like who I, I'm just using him as a yeah. you know yeah. template because it's a name. But no, like you know what I'm saying like that's my guy. Like we we like I think that that's the thing. It's just like you know being able to identify, and that's something that the new millennials have to be conscientious of, and that's the point I'm trying to make mm-hmm. is that. Be, be be conscientious of like you know I'm noticing this wave like in the states where it's like every day it's a new girl come out mm, a mm, new mm. female singer but you can't really decipher who's who because everybody sound alike there's an overlap of vocals yeah and you, see, and, you, and you see that with the male you see that kind of trend happening kind of with the male artists I call it like the Drake effect you okay. know what I'm saying we're like we're like it's a lot of mini me you yeah. know Drake effect uh, artists running around it's a uh um, another artist, uh, I call it the Drake effect. I call it the Janae Ayako effect. 
with Janae Aiko kind of came out yes. with this very like unique sound that you could tell was something she really put a lot of time into which was originally hers which was originally hers you yeah. know what i'm saying reminiscent of some shade yeah you know what i'm saying yep. where it's kind of like there's this lane that you don't divert from yeah and it's like you know it's like hey i ain't got to be the best uh vocalist per yep. se or what have you like but you're gonna you're gonna feel me i'm a i'm a, and i'm a i'm gonna say it in a manner where it's like whoa did she just say that yeah 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 have like and have pull that off definitely and now you have it's like it's, it's so so it's like you know it's like the carbon copy and, and, and you know where, where i remember being young young and, and remembering you know it was a violation to like bite somebody's style or take yeah, somebody's style yeah. it's like that's the new thing now it's kind of like Jumping you know and that's something that the millennial got to be conscientious mm. of you know i can definitely safely say you're in your own lane when i hear your tune i know yeah. straight away it's you yeah. from the first sound i'm like yep definitely yeah. rhyming the bone tune yeah so last thing i want to ask you mm -hmm. before i get the final question mm -hmm. what's the latest and what's on your laylist? What's the laylist? Yeah. Laylist is like the playlist, but the laylist is that you when you lay the when you when you, you, you play the music back to back, it's like it's a perfect arrangement where you can just lay there. You ain't gotta you ain't gotta get up to change it. You so know what so I mean? you spend a lot of time arranging your laylist? Oh no doubt. I mean I I put a lot of work into the arrangement of the album in a manner where you know, where where it hits like Mm. We're like a, a 90s Jodeci album, you yes. know what I'm saying? In the sense of like, you know, you had your up-tempo records and then once you got to your slow records or a 90s Boys and Men album, you know what I'm yes. saying? Where you had this, where you had those six or seven, eight, nine slow songs back to back to back to back to back. I'm all then, about the 90s, way you, <laughs> so you that, way you just, that way you just lay there, you just lay, it's the lay and play zone. You let it play, you lay and then you play and you know. I'm not gonna lie, I'm, gonna start, I'm gonna start using that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be talking it's about it, I'm gonna claim it. Just, just, <laughs> I'm hey, not gonna it, lie. It's cool, just tell them where it came from. I mean, all right, fine. I will be fair. <laughs> so, all right. So to conclude, I just want to know what's happening in 2020 for you. I know you do music. You've done obviously a lot of stuff at the foundation. Yeah. A bit of acting. Yeah. What to expect? So some movies coming out over the next 12, 24 month span. Um, most recent movie love.com will be out next month you know digital platforms stuff of that nature i'm in that film i also have music in there as well um i have a go-go band okay you know uh raheem, know raheem devon and the crank crusaders amazing you know what i mean so for those who love go-go music or been to washington dc and know what go-go music is you know what that means for me and what it means to my city sure. for me to say that i'm putting out a go-go album at some point um um, so, so the acting as well. Mm -hmm. There's a movie coming out um, titled "Available Wife." Okay. Yeah, I'm looking to do some reading and, and, and for some other projects and stuff of that nature. Um, I'm A&Ring for for a label, SRG ILS. You know what I mean? I just signed my first uh, two acts, kind of. You know what I'm saying? To the label. Um, I can I see your passion. Where yeah, you're smiling right yeah, now. Yeah, so so you're passionate about so it. shout out to Mike Phillips, mm. who many saxophonists, Mike Phillips, who many know, mm -hmm. um, um, Brave, Brave as well, who, who was in a group, uh, Rich Girl with Seven Streeter. Okay. Um, Brave is also doing her thing. She just signed on the SRG this week as well. So Congrats. I'm excited about that. Big shout out to my SRG family. Um, you know, Gino Finelli, who's 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 on the on the label. Um, Brian McKnight, who's on the wow. label. Avant. Um, big names. The, um, Bobby Valentino. You know, these are all my label mates and people that I'll be working with. You know, it sounds um, like 2020 is going to be a really stuff like busy for And then I have, and then I have an artist. I have a, a whole slew. You know, a whole family of artists that I'm working with as well. Um, I'm looking forward to that. You know, Yazara, B-Boy Soul, um, Granique, Brendan McKinney. Just Amazing. to name a few. You know what I mean? Um, 
there's a um, dope female MC from the city, Talon, who who I haven't. I'm kind of announcing right. that from over here, but now nah, right. people don't know about that yet. But um, you know, where I'm involved in her career as well. So I just um continue to be a beacon of light. You know, as one of those guys who discovered. You know, I discovered Logic. Mm. You know, um, probably my biggest mistake was never was not signing them. Cause I'd have had a partner that didn't want to do it and didn't get it. You know what I mean? No regrets, so, no regrets. Yeah, so, so you gotta trust your gut on certain things when you know. But I'm extremely proud of, proud of him. Um, listen out for Chaz French as well. I don't know if his music has trickled over here yet. And an artist by the name of Phil Ade. Um, so yeah, I just I'm just you know finding cool ways to kind of invest in different talent and whether it's from you know a penmanship standpoint or. Um, consulting or co-managing or whatever, but it's my it's my goal to um, not only continue to make progressive R&B and soul music, mm-hmm. hip hop, jazz, whatever music that I want to make, is also my goal to make to to, to pay it for pay it forward by creating a platform and for my peers, Amazing. you know, making sure that um, the integrity of our music lasts, mm-hmm. right? But we also have ownership and a seat at the table when it comes to like our masters and things of that nature and stuff like that. So it sounds like you're yeah. building your, your entire kingdom. Yeah. Raheem, thank you so much for being here with us today. I, you're a busy man for, for, having, for having time for us. We're thank grateful. You. Appreciate it. I know you're about to start singing soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to definitely be checking you out at Jazz Cafe cool. for the next few days. Well, no. um, thank you very much. Thank and you. Enjoy your stay in London. Thank you.